0: Thanks for joining the Human Resources for Small Business podcast, where we discuss best practices in HR, hot topics, strategy, and employment law changes that have an impact on business. Follow us on our website at www.zeniumhr.com to get access to our articles, alerts, and to listen to other podcast episodes. And now, here's your host, Brandon Laws, with today's episode.
1: Welcome, everybody. We're back for another podcast, and this time we're going to do a little book club action like we've done yeah. in the past. And with me today, I have Tyler Mavison. He's on the HR team and also uh, a main member of our book club yes, at Zenium. Yes. So, welcome, yeah, thank Tyler. You.
0: Good to be here. First one. Yeah, first you one, and mean? hopefully many more in the, yes, in the in the that, future. Definitely.
1: So, today we're talking about. A book called "The One Thing: The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results," and this is authored by Gary Keller with Jay Papasan. And we read this um, a couple months back and had a couple meetings on this, and we had some great discussion. It was a it was mm-hmm. a really simple read. Um, it's about I want to say 190 pages, almost yeah. 200 pages. Yeah, that's right. Not long. And uh, I thought it was a simple read, had some really good takeaways. Um, I love books that you can grab some simple concepts that aren't so profound, but something that you, maybe you just didn't think of before. And you can come exactly. together as a group and see how you can apply them as it relates to, your, to work or your personal life. And I thought this book yeah. really accomplished that. Yeah. What did you think overall? Uh, definitely.
0: I think there's, there's books, there's uh, kind of self-help books that kind of are too intricate. And they, they make you kind of look into it too deeply, whereas this one is more of, like, I hear, you know, uh, encompassing just general principles that you can follow, and which I appreciate. And also, that you know, a lot of it's underlined, uh, especially <laughs> some, some, a, lot of, a lot of the definitions, a lot of the, the key takeaways are underlined for you. So, I mean, that, that's also <laughs> definitely helpful. I thought that was interesting yeah. as well. It's like you open up the book, and you're like, yeah.
1: Um, I thought I bought a new book. This is yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, underlined yeah. and highlighted. No,
0: yeah, I was I was uh, telling you a story that um, previously I, I kind of when I opened the book, and it reminded me of you know in college when you're a, you're a young college student, you don't have a lot of money, so you go and purchase a used used book from the bookstore, and you open it up, and everything's like highlighted already. So I kind of I kind of thought that was very similar. You know, all the all the takeaways are already there for you to, to look at. But then I was kind of, you know, when I started reading the book, it's, you know, there's an index. You know, you don't see it a lot with, you know, self-help books. There's a lot of indexing of the topics. And so I think it was more the author more wanted to have a instead of a self-help book, but more of like a reference guide for you to kind of. Yeah, I felt that too. So it's kind of like, hey, you know, if I'm thinking about a, you know, how can I better tackle this goal that I want to have, you know, I want to, you know, do, you know, pull the book out and, you know, reference it. And you know, take those key points and utilize them into your in uh, to your goal setting.
1: And to your point, th- this is sort of structured like a self help, but a but a reference book. Yeah. And w- most self help books are about the personal and their personal life and and all that, but this actually ties it pretty good uh, as as it relates to personal business, mm-hmm. uh, your career, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it was a really I thought a balanced book, and of course, we as a as a bunch of employees within a company, we're trying to get some business results yes, out of, of a book like this. Mm-hmm. So I thought it tied very well into both the business atmosphere as well as kind of the personal habits. Exactly, yeah. yeah. One of the things that I think you started in the first chapter by talking about dominoes yes. and how yeah. dominoes, if stacked correctly um, in a perfect line... And if the dominoes, each each one uh, going forward, is fifty percent larger, you actually can knock over um, the fifty seventh domino would like reach the moon or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I think his point with that is that if you tackle small tasks with such narrow focus, that you could accomplish. Anything. I think that was what he was getting yeah, no, across, I, so maybe I, you have I, some. No, I
0: completely on that. agree. I think he said in the book, um, you know, success is sequential, not simultaneous. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you can tackle the small, small tasks, and over time mm-hmm. that those add up; those tasks add up and they stack. And over time, you can tackle your accomplish your bigger goals. Mm-hmm. So it's really just breaking it down into small steps. Yeah. Small and so nominos.
1: the title of the book, "The One Thing." Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah. I remember in our discussions, this came up so much because we'd always start a sentence. You know, the one thing I got out of the book, yeah. and I think that was great sort of by design. Tool. Very great, great <laughs> marketing on on the book. Great, great title. Thought it was really
0: fitting. But what do you think the one thing really means? So, uh, to me, the one thing it, it, in the book, he kind of talks about breaking it down. The focusing question, you know, focus. I think to me, the one thing is focusing on what you want to do, like, and then breaking it down to different levels. You know, he said he broke out the focusing question into the the larger picture, the big picture question, and then also to the small focus question. So the big picture question, are like what I want to do in my career, mm-hmm. you know, how can I improve my health and wellness, um, you know, how can I improve my relationship my family, my friends. Um, those are the larger questions that kind of set the foundation of, you know, what, what kind of goals do you want to accomplish. And then, yeah, the small focus question is like, so what can I do right now to help me achieve that and answer that uh, big picture question? So, so to me, the 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 focus, the one thing is about focus and it's about breaking those those even large goals into smaller, simple tasks and take it Yeah, that.
1: and then to your point, like with the goals, I, there was a, a chapter, I think towards the end of the book, like when you're actually putting the one thing into practice, he mm-hmm, mm-hmm. talked about... What's the one thing I could do in the next five years that's going to get yeah. me closer to like my big picture goal? Yeah. What's the one thing I can do this year that's going to get me closer to that goal? Yeah. What's the one thing I could do this month that's going to get me closer to yeah. goal? And you break it all the way down. Yeah. What's the one thing I could do today right that's going to get me closer to that book? And so, to your point, like there's the personal health, there's career, there's mm-hmm. uh, spirituality, there's business, there's finances, there's all of these categories. And I think the point is, there's one thing that you need to focus on as a, whether it's your purpose or passion, and to to reach that one thing or to do that one thing, there there are different ways to approach it exactly. and uh, goal set. Numerous,
0: there's numerous yeah. ways to tackle a project, a, a tackle a goal. Be breaking it down to key smaller levels. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what he was trying to do is outline it for you, saying, hey, you you. Make, People often have this assumption that, you know, the big picture, you know, looking at a big goal, that's just too lofty. I can't, I can never set that goal. It's just like, I I should just set something more manageable for me. He's, Keller is saying, you know, why not? Why not set a larger goal? And instead of just thinking of it as a huge goal, a huge undertaking, break it down. You know, outline what you can do in the next five years, what you can do in the next year, month, week, you know, day, or even right now. What can you do right now to help you get started on that goal? So when you start looking at it that way... Uh, you, you can understand it. it's more manageable. It's more. It's easier to undertake a, a huge goal that you may have.
1: I recall when I first opened this book and started reading into it, and the title obviously very mm-hmm. intuitive, and I, so I knew what to expect. But I sort of looked at this and I'm like, the one thing. What's one thing I can focus on? There's a million things I yeah. can focus on, yeah. and it's like, how do you narrow it down? Uh, so like, why, Tyler? Why would you want to focus on fewer things instead of more? Because don't we want more skills? Don't we want yeah. to accomplish more goals? Like, I yeah. There's I think, a there's a little miss there, but I think the point is much deeper than just I, just I, on the surface. Yeah, I
0: think everybody wants to do so many things that you know as possible and wants to do so many things at one time. But you know, honestly, that kind of makes your. um you know, the quality, you know, the giving your attention your focus to a project just that more scattered. You're not going to be able to give 100% to, you know, three or four different things you want to tackle at the same time. So, But if you focus on one thing, give 100% to that one thing, you're able to, you know, create a more a quality a quality goal or an efficient way of tackling that. Um, so, I mean, to do fewer things, uh, to do fewer things is, is more efficient and it's better for you because you learn more instead of trying to give you know 50% or 25% to different tasks.
1: And to his point in the book, multitasking is a lie. Yeah. And I actually agree yeah. with this oh, because yeah, I don't think you can do two things 100% at the same time. Mm-hmm. However, I think there's a caveat to this. There are some things you can do, sort of unconsciously, that mm-hmm. either through muscle memory or whatever. Mm-hmm. I actually think driving a car is sort of one of those. You've done it yeah. so much that it doesn't require. I mean, it requires your brain power. There's no doubt, but it's such a it's a different kind of brain power. Mm-hmm. So I can. <laughs> this is this is a bad example because I don't do any of these things. But you could talk. <laughs> you could sort of talk on the phone while you're you're driving. Uh, you can listen to the radio while you're driving. Now, it doesn't mean that you're going to do it perfectly, but yeah. there are some things that you can do unconsciously. So you're not truly yeah.
0: multitasking. You could to to, to the, what he's talking about. Yeah, you about can definitely though. get by by doing <laughs> multiple things at sometimes. I mean, you're talking while driving. Yeah, you may be you may be able to do that. Maybe like, but do it functionally. But are you able to do it effectively and efficiently?
1: Is if you were not distracted I, at all? At all? Yeah, if you were just and, focusing on driving. And if, that, and if that's the case, then multitasking is a complete lie because I don't think. I'm driving to hundred percent of my capability while I'm yeah talking on the phone I mean that's yeah. why I don't talk on the phone while I'm driving
0: it's when you when you're trying to accomplish you know a you know a purpose maybe like safety would be an instance for talking and driving and if you're trying to be a safe driver you're trying to get uh, you are trying to buy by the rules you're not going to want to talk and, yeah. and drive the same even though you may be able to yeah. you're not gonna be devoting your full yeah capacity so let's
1: to let's, it. let's bring us to the business world let's mm-hmm. say I have Somebody come up to my desk and they want to do a quick stand-up meeting or something. And so they're trying to have a conversation with me, get my attention. But what if I'm, you know, checking my emails or looking back at my Mm -hmm. computer while they're trying to talk to me? Do you think you can totally hear what they're saying and respond to emails at the same time? No. No. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> so I think overall, when we kind of look back at the one thing and the point of this book, it's it's exactly that. It's it's laser focus. It's kind of being present in, in your goal setting yeah. and, and all those Just things. Just like you bring up the task switching yeah. instead of multitasking. So let's take it further. There was a great um, chapter or a section of a chapter on work-life balance, mm-hmm. and I, I thought This is a great point because uh, I struggle with this sometimes, too, where it's like you're kind of jumping in and out and you're doing really quick intervals of being at work, being at home, being at work, being at home, being at work, you know, doing some things for myself. Um, And he argues differently. And what – do you remember exactly what he he said in the book about how you should treat the work-life balance?
0: The counterbalancing, you know, kind of like a scale – you know, if you're going to you use, if you're going to be personal life, you know, devote your time to your personal life and and only your personal life and then work the same vice versa, you know, devote it. So you kind of like a count balancing act, like a measure a weight scale. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of what he was trying to get at with, you know, you can't multitask your personal work life at the exact same time. Yeah, and uh, I think he called that living in the extreme. that yeah. with that
1: counterbalance you're you're going. So if you had a, a vertical line, let's yep. say, and one side of it is work, the other side is your personal life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so he says go so far yep. into the extreme, so you're you're all in at work or you're all in at your personal life, yep. and to, and it'll balance itself out exactly. a lot better than yep. if you're kind of like one foot in each. At yeah, the, at the so time. you're
0: not giving your your whole attention, your whole focus to you know, either personal life or your work life, kind of, yeah, one foot at a time, yeah. How do you think
1: purpose plays a role in success overall? Because there's a section in the book that he talked about purpose and passion mm-hmm. and all those things. So how do you think that plays a role in success and, think, and obviously the one thing? Yeah, okay. well, I
0: think it's just the overall encompassing, you know, question that you have. You know, it's, you know, why am I doing this? Why am I setting this goal? what is the reason for it you know there's always ways you can find out what you need to do or how you need to do it but why is the question you know so that's like i think the first thing is always start you know the question you know why am i doing this what is the reason for what why do i want to accomplish the goal um and once you start from there then you can kind of break it out into smaller goals you know what i need to do you know this year this week and and go from there
1: well, I, I mean, kind of summing up the book, I, I really liked it. It was, um, it was very simple to read, and for that matter, I, I really liked it. And the discussion that we had as a, as a group was was great as well. I mean, it wasn't was the most amazing book, but there were some great takeaways, and I thought yeah, it was one definitely. of the better books we've read recently. Yeah. So for that, I I would probably give it like a seven point five out of ten. I don't know about, about yeah you
0: definitely about seven seven point five. I think I I like those books that. You know, the, even, the, even though it's not a long read, um, that's actually a good thing, you know, because you can get these good discussion going. You can, you can have these takeaways that you can reference later on, and it's not it's not like you're taking in so much at one time. I mean, it's like, these are small little takeaways, you know, one thing you can learn from the book, you know, and then go from there. So that's why I enjoyed it, too. It, I, I love the discussion. It seemed like it brought a lot of good discussion so to the group.
1: So for, for people listening today, we'll, um, we'll put some links up to the book and any other resources that we have on this. But uh, feel free to continue the discussion on our blog, uh, social media, and interact with us about what, what you thought of the book and um, um, or whether or not maybe we enticed you to go read the book. So we, we'd love to start the conversation. But anyways, Tyler, thank you oh, thank so you. much for being yeah, on great. the podcast, and we'll definitely have you in the future. Oh, definitely. So, um, thank you for everybody listening today. This podcast is produced by Zenium Resources, Inc., all rights reserved. For information on guests or for interview requests, please visit www.zeniumhr.com or email info at zeniumhr.com. Everything on this show should be considered educational and informational only, and not personal advice. Please consult with the appropriate tax, legal, or business professional for individualized advice.